Welcome to the Pod Bay Door. This is the Pod Bay Door. Join the crew every week for conversations on society, politics, and entertainment with a little bit of comedy and a whole lot of Las Vegas thrown in. So sit back, relax, and enjoy. We're glad you joined us. And if you get the chance, subscribe to us and give us a review on your favorite podcast platform. Also, check in with us on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Hi, this is Kelly with Indie Film Factory, and you're listening and watching Pod Bay Door. Hey, Jamie, it's Carla from Lucky Episode 13. Wanted to say congratulations on one year, and I can't wait for the next year of Jamie Books. Uh, congratulations, everyone. Hi, Jamie, this is Sophia Maria. I just wanted to say hello and wish you a huge congratulations on your show. It's your first year of its brilliance and success. I know I had a lot to do with it. <laughs> I'm joking. And um, I'm so happy I was able to be a part of it. Again, congratulations. Love you. Bye. Happy anniversary, Jamie. I cannot wait to have another at least year of listening to your fantastic show. I look forward to it. And congratulations on a super year. Hey, guys. This is Julia Shoup. And I just wanted to wish you guys at the Pod Bay Door a happy birthday. I've had a great year listening to you guys. Um, Can't wait to be a guest on your show again. Happy birthday. Bye. Hey, guys. Congratulations on one whole year, one whole year of the Pod Bay Door podcast. You guys are awesome. Rock on. Now, we've talked about Las Vegas uh, being able to adapt to almost uh, almost everything. Yeah. Uh, like you said, the, the, they had the family movement for a while. That was uh, that was a, a, a brief and disastrous failure, uh, followed relatively quickly by the what happens here stays here uh, marketing yeah, campaign, yeah. Yeah, which was a good one. It was a good one. Uh, they never repeated it. They tried, uh, but they never really repeated the success. Uh, I mean, it's still a phrase used today. But uh, now I read an article that was uh, uh, written uh, by a professed millennial saying that millennials are going to redefine and make relevant again Las Vegas. Now, I have, I have a problem with that yeah, because yeah, I don't too. think any generation, uh, may it be millennial or not, is going to uh, they may uh, create a situation where as. Um, uh, where Las Vegas will redefine itself, but but there and and Las Vegas will always do that. But making Las Vegas relevant again, well, I don't think no one will make it relevant for any one reason. Las Vegas is relevant because vice is re- relevant. Yes, because people people need to let their hair down and have fun and come here. I mean, you know, and I I love Magic Mountain. Yeah, it's not Vegas. No, you know, because if I really love drinking and gambling and and whoring around, I'm not going to go to Magic Mountain. I'm going to go to Vegas, and ma- that's why Vegas is always relevant because there's a certain level of of decadence and vice that I think everybody needs if you can afford it. You know, and I feel sorry for those that who, who 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 cannot afford to come to Vegas and and see the spe- spectacle of it. Uh, but uh, yeah, I actually took I took offense at that. I mean, to, the to call Las Vegas not relevant uh, now, and they're going to make it relevant. 
Yeah. And it also, and it, and it, and it was funny that, that everything is clickbait now uh, with with all the articles being written. But uh, the next click was talking about um, that article. Oh, it was uh, uh, how how six out of ten millennials have a hundred thousand dollars in the bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is absolute horseshit. That's horseshit. And if they had that much money, then they should realize that that they're saving it. Yes. They're not going to be coming here and throwing it away. Yes. You know, exactly. they're going to be too cheap to do that. Exactly. And I think that was one of the issues that we had when we worked at the hotel. One of the reasons why the guests were so pissy and grouchy mm -hmm. was that they were expecting an old Vegas that they had heard about from somebody else who had visited here in 1975. And they're expecting that Las Vegas. And it was, like I said, it continually reinvents itself. Yes. But I think you're absolutely right about the idea of this was the playground to come and be naughty or, or to let your hair down. Yeah. And I think it serves a function that in the Middle Ages, you know, was 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 uh, done with the with the Festival of Fools for like three or four days. People could do whatever the hell they wanted. Yes. And it was it was rowdy. It was crazy. And people ran around. You know, they were drinking. They were drunk. They were fucking. They were running around naked. They were doing all kinds of goofy stuff because it was a way is it to allow that pressure cooker of society. Mm -hmm to vent out some steam. So mm -hmm. Las Vegas served that function mm -hmm. of, yes, the drinking, that's why it's Sin City. And you know, the, the, I always thought there were different reasons to go on a vacation. There are some that are educational. You go to art museums. Now, granted, they, they're probably not the most exciting thing, maybe to go to the Louvre, but it's very educational. It's very really, uh, culturally stimulating. Mm -hmm. um, there I've are other, been. It, it's it's yes, amazing. It's, there's relaxing ones. You're going to yeah. go to Hawaii, or you're going to go to Boracay in the Philippines, mm. or, or Koh Samui in Thailand. Mm. Hang out on the beach. Hey, look at the sunset. Drink. You don't even know what time it is. That's very relaxing. Club med, what have you. Mm -hmm. And there are other ones you go for an adventure or for an experience. Which is my always was my favorite, the third world, dodging lepers, on a street in Kathmandu, you know, um, yeah, being you know uh, in 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 the Himalayas and in the, in fighting a monsoon, uh, hanging out in a tent, um, you know, those are experiences. Th those those are those are you're really roughing it. Mm -hmm. uh, there's nothing pleasant about that on the one hand. It's not mm -hmm. relaxing, but when you come back with it, you say, "Wow, I'm glad I did that." Las Vegas also has that niche of this is where you go where you just want to either, yes, what, what happens here stays here, you change your name, you know, whatever. You can go ahead and, and appeal to your alter ego. Right. Uh, well, uh, and and anybody listening, if if you've dodged a leper, that means you have traveled. So uh, <laughs> that's absolutely the case. Um, it's a terrible game of Frogger. It's <laughs> it's awful. Uh, but um, now, the, the, I, yeah, it's the redefining uh, of Vegas that I think is 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 probably the the most interesting thing to watch. Uh, you know, we and it, you know, after twenty seven, moving on twenty eight years, I've watched a lot of that redefinition. Uh, but. Um, uh, yeah, a hundred thousand dollars at six out of ten. I, I just laughed at that because I remember another article saying, uh, and it was uh, an interview, and it was a strange, you know, crossover article. It was an interview with the Winnebago Company, yeah. who has seen uh, sales skyrocket. And you think to yourself, well, yeah, I mean, the boomers, it yeah, saved they're getting little, old. They're, they're getting old. Buying, they yes. saved a little bit of their money. They're pulling it out of the the, the everyday market, and that wasn't the reason. The reason was is are is millennials are buying these little trailers, not not the big RVs, not the ones you know hauling a boat and a jeep and a, you know half million dollar. They're buying these little half-ass trailers because they can't afford to ha buy a house. And Winnebago's thrilled, you know, and all the other companies that are thrilled. Uh, but um, 
the, the millennials are not spending their money here because of exactly what you said. Uh, it, it's, it, they're, they're having to save their money because they're, they're, they, they have no money. They, they have this little small income that's coming in. They have their RV or they're living at their mom's house or they have these little tiny apartments and, and they have defined a market now because they are so choosy about what they do with the little tiny bitty income they have. Yeah. And, and, and I will say it today, Las Vegas is not going to kowtow to that. Las Vegas is going to stand up at some point and say, no, no, we're done. Just like they have every other trend. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we don't we've talked about this before that it, it, it irks the shit out of me that mm. even last week they announced that they're raising the parking. Yes. Again and again. Oh, and it's just gosh. like, you know, they oh, we need to make money. So we're going to squeeze it from everywhere. That's right. We can we can find it. Well, it's just going to yeah. keep to me it's going to keep people away because oftentimes, you know, the. The psychology of the consumer is not always logical. Right. People will drive, you know, four or five miles out of their way, mm-hmm. wait in line at Costco or someplace to save a, a nickel a gallon on gas. Right. And I'll say, well, wait a minute. They just wasted 20 or 30 minutes of their time driving there for the purpose of putting gas in their car. Yeah. And waiting and going through all of that bullshit to save. What are they saving? 85 cents? Yeah. My time is worth more than that to yeah. me. Oh, yeah. So, so you know, think about it. You're saving 85 cents. Yeah. Is it really worth it to you? It's the same thing with buying stamps. You know, my sister had one of those stores. I think it was Postal Annex. It was kind of like the UPS store. Yeah. And they sold postage stamps, but for more money than the post office did. Well, yeah, because, you know, I mean, there's a convenience fee. Mm-hmm. And yes, you could go to the post office if you really needed the stamp, but you'd be putting money, at least where they lived, you'd have to put money in the meter mm-hmm. to park. And then get out and wait in line with somebody with, with nine packages to send to Taiwan mm-hmm. um, to buy your postage stamp or even at the vending machine. You have to make a special trip down there. You're spending an extra three cents and you're already there. It's three cents. I but, totally you know, agree with yeah. you. And we have horrendous uh, post offices here. Either that or I've had terrible experiences. Uh, I will. I, I usually yes. go, to, go to a UPS store or yes. some other. Yep. Uh, okay. And I'll pay the convenience fee because I yeah. don't have a line and everything else. Yeah. Uh, but I agree with you. And for those of you listening um, who travel to Las Vegas or are going to, yes, the parking rates have gone up again. Yeah. Uh, this is becoming a rampant uh, problem here in Las Vegas. Um, they're going from 12 to 14 to possibly 17 by the end of 2018. Yeah, that's ridiculous. And and, and that's that's not for an hour, of course. That's for the entire day, or or between. A f- I think it's four and twenty four hours. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the, most of the places still offer that under the hour free. So if you park, but who, what what traveler is going to be here yeah. for an hour yeah. or less? Uh, me. I mean, I'll, you know, as far as a business trip, but uh, upwards of seventeen dollars to park. That's 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 a lunch. That's the, you're bailing yes. on eating yeah. and, and because you have to park. And there're going to be people from Southern California say, "What? I can't park for free anymore. Yeah. I'm not going to go there." They yeah. say, "Well, wait a minute. Yeah, because of that. It's a psychology of it. Exactly. At least parking is free. One thing they didn't have to pay for, I can park my car mm-hmm. and, you know, I can maneuver around different mm-hmm. hotels. Mm-hmm. And, and it's interesting that I still see that the Venetian doesn't charge um amazingly so yes and i would have to think it's because of the shops because you know they might get some of the locals i'm mm-hmm. not going to go park and pay money and then go shopping at the you know if i want to go to the cole Haan shoe store sure and what i found is because i like those shoes i order them online i never said i always said i'd never order clothes online mm-hmm. but i don't want to have to drive down there mm-hmm. and unless i'm already in the area 
and you know well the parking see the parking it, it's interesting who chooses and to to do it to upgrade and who does not now uh, you know upgrading requires uh, a, a lot I mean, you're talking not only about staff to man the machines, you know, because and people think that, that everything's robo. It's not. I mean, there's poor kids out there waiting for these things to go bad and they have special situations and they have bad tickets and they have this and that. So there is a staff out there out there to help. Uh, there's uh, installing the machines. There's changing the configuration of the parking lot to, to accommodate the machines. Yeah. It's a big deal. So I'm not surprised that the Venetian has passed because... Um, uh, yes, you're right. They're making you know far more money in extra situations. Uh, but um, the parking situation brings up something I was going to bring up anyway, which is now you uh, uh, you know having been here all these years, I have seen many, many, many lost leaders go away. In fact, it's hard for me to even think of one besides the old standard buffet. Yeah. You and I used to be able to give away buffets. Yeah. Uh, we could comp this. We uh, John and I as as concierge at the Venetian had had comping privileges to a point. Thirty four dollars, I think. Yeah, wasn't it, it was something 30, like that? Yeah, it was like thirty five bucks and yeah. that usually Which covered was a fruit basket. A fruit basket, a couple of uh, daytime yeah. buffet tickets. Um, I could probably eke out uh, a plate of uh, chocolate covered strawberries for yeah. a, for a you know a honeymooning guest, but um, yeah, it was it was lame and and but but it was nice enough. And then they took that away. Um, but uh, lost leaders have gone away. I mean, it it. it um, uh, I cannot speak thoroughly on the gaming issue. They still give away quite a bit, you know, to the game to the gamers there. Um, but the buffets, of course, are the f the first one to go. Yeah, you know. But uh, yeah, lost leader. I mean, uh, shows used to be lost leader. Now they're yeah. full price, you know, and it's hard to get in. Uh, it's very difficult. But um, I was going to ask you uh, the many years that you've been here. Yeah. But do you remember when you first came here? What is missing that you that you can remember that you went to see or do or eat? What is something that you wish was still around? The Desert Inn. The, 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 the whole Desert, Desert Inn. The whole yeah. Desert Inn because yeah. they were the they were the the last they were they, they were the last man standing. Yes. Basically, because that was the one they still had maitre d seating. Uh, it wasn't obnoxiously loud or ostentatious i mean it, it was a it was a very elegant hotel i thought but very plain by today's standards because mm -hmm, mm -hmm. yeah you know it didn't have a lot of the the glitz that that, that the newer ones had yeah um but but yet you know the restaurants in there everything everything catered to a different clientele yes and when they find out that hey they're going to find out you know who's who actually comes here and spends money and that's who they're going to cater to. Right. So things will, will adjust again. You know, it's almost like if you don't like the way things are, just wait a minute, it'll change. Absolutely. You and know? that's why I think that, you know, Vegas is going to push the millennial influence right, you know, off their shoulders. Now, it's not going to do it right away because Vegas, whereas the millennial generation and the marketing behind it and the marketing acquiescence behind it um, uh, think they're going to drive Vegas. It's just the opposite. Vegas, just like you said, it's a meta city. It'll take exactly what it needs from these millennials. It'll take every little dollar that it can and then and, and it'll change the slot. It'll, it'll make a slot lounge. It'll change the restaurants. It, it'll make whatever, you know, hipster froth filled, you know, uh, you know, uh, plates of food that they want. And then when it's done with it, when it no longer is paying the bills, it'll be gone. Yeah. 
And that's it what has I, no sense of history. No, no sense of history. And you know, uh, uh, good on that. Uh, you know, good, good on Las Vegas for doing that because I think it's one of the few, not even New York. People compare us to New York, uh, and and yeah, we're we're aggressive, you know, in, th- in that way in Las Vegas. But we're not New York. New York uh, holds things and keeps things and has a history. You're right, and, and I think that's the that's the that's the 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 nuts and bolts. It's the crux of the situation is that we don't need a history. We have a great. We, there is a good history, uh, you know, the Rat Pack days, you know, yeah. and that's wonderful, you know. And I wish it was. I, I wish it could return, and it can't. But uh, ever since then, you know, we take, we pick and choose, and we glean, and we garner, and we do everything we can to survive. And and I love the town for that. Uh, and so, what do you miss? Uh, oh my gosh! You know, I was thinking. When I was thinking of asking you this question, I remember the strangest thing. When I first got here at the Luxor, which yeah. is the Pyramid Hotel, uh, and there was a show underneath the Luxor. Oh, really? Yes. And, and it was at the same time that the Luxor had the... Had the, the canal? Um, the canal. Or, or the, uh, the, 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 the river. Nile, it was the, the Nile. And it yeah. had the Nile River tour. It, it was, smelled bad. It was smelled bad. It was, it was a lame little tour around the hotel. Uh, but it was, you know, whatever. It was fun. Get in the boat. Uh, it, was, it was a lot like um, uh, It's a Small World or the storybook yeah. thing at Disneyland. I want to bring something up about Disneyland in a minute. Um, uh, and it was called Winds of the Gods. And it was a copy, basically, of the Excaliburus Tournament of Kings. Oh, it really? was a dinner. Sh- it, you you could eat. Yeah. I, they didn't call it a dinner show, but you could eat. And the funniest thing I remember it was it was the it was the plight. The, you know, Ra Amun Ra was in it, and they had the, you know they had different factions you could vote for, and little kids would scream. But it was underneath. Uh, and uh, but they had the, they had animals. And they had the, the, I called him an albino. I don't know if it was an albino or not, but they had a stark white baby camel. That was, Whoa. that was the, oh yeah, they had, that was the, 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 the end all beat all to this show. They were, they walked this little camel out and they introduced him and he was, and he was really important to the storyline and they walked him back out. <laughs> it was the funniest thing. But what do I miss? What do I truly miss? Dinner shows. There's another thing Dinner that's shows. going on. Yeah. I mean, that's when, you know, people were, it, it was a more relaxed yeah. time, right? They had they had the dinner show, they had the after dinner show. That's yeah. when you know really where Wayne Newton blew out his voice, right? He was oh, performing yes. two yeah. three shows a night. He struggles, yeah, he yeah. Struggles. And then it, I mean, even even when he was at the Stardust in in early two thousands, yes. I mean, his voice was was completely shit. He sounded like Janis Joplin yeah. talked, you yeah. Know? But uh, uh, yeah, I missed that. In fact, I recently, well, s- somewhat recently, took my mother. Uh, her only request uh, for many, many years was to go see um, uh, uh, Donnie Murray. Oh, really? Oh, yes. And it was it was so important. And we finally got her there. And we uh, the whole thing we we got. Are they the, still? Prov- I thought they, they. No, they're they, done. I thought well, they're so. going to be done. I yeah, I, I yeah. think they've had their last one, but uh, the, but uh, Donnie Murray and I, you know Marie Marie kind of hot. Oh, she was hot. Hey, still, yeah, she was my. She was a crush. Back yeah, twelve years old. Oh yeah. Now and she's got. I mean, she. You know, forget her about. You know, the Donnie Marie. You know, the kid days. She was, she was a gorgeous woman, especially with the. Um, was it Weight Watchers or Nutrisystem? Nutrisystem. Nutrisystem. Yeah. yeah. Gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, and and you know what? I I I dreaded it. I really did. And we were going to do the whole thing. Uh, dinner before. And 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 get the souvenir pictures and being a photographer, it, it, yeah. it makes, makes my eyes just close in pain and 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 get the souvenir, everything. We we're going to do it all. And and we did. And I'll be goddamned if it wasn't a good show. 
And it was old school. We had to sit with other people. Horrified I was. I'm telling you. I was like, wait a minute, you know. And I thought I paid for a a three-top, which was silly because there's no such thing as a three-top. There's a two-top if you want to be all by yourself. But uh, I had to sit with other people in a booth. And it was a tiny auditorium, and there they were, and it, and it was, and we had the best time. Now it's not Cirque, and it's not. There's no explosions, and there's certainly no nudity, which I was I was disappointed, but there wasn't. Um, and it was a fantastic show, and 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 that type of thing is gone or going. Yeah, yeah. Because it's 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 not acrobatics, um, you know. And it was it was an appropriate amount of audience participation, you know, because they have quite a following. I mean, it's 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 uh, amazing how the people that are still alive <laughs> that used to watch their whole family, you yeah. know, on their television shows and everything else. Uh, but uh, but I, that that that's what's gone that I think I miss that I never knew I missed. Yeah, you know, yeah. Uh, I mentioned uh, the the uh, the packs of people and everything else. Uh, as an aside, another place that is a tourist trap. They call this a tourist trap. I don't think it's a tourist trap. I think it's the, because we're very open about trying to you know suck every dollar out. Yeah, is Disneyland. I, I saw an article yesterday about the Disneyland gangs. Have you seen this? No. Oh my God, hysterical. And I thought to myself, you know, I'm a relatively big guy. I hang around with big guys. Um, <clears throat> pardon me. And uh, it, the, apparently there are these super fans at Disneyland yeah. that, that roll around the, the place in, in packs of 20 or so. They have formed gangs, literal gangs. And they're the like the Tinkerbell squad and and whatever. And now and this isn't sanctioned by the, no, by the park, oh though, God, right? No, God, no, God, no. You know, no, Disney wouldn't sanction that. The mouse. Uh, but apparently, this is true. They walk around and 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 they 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 sort because they're super van, fans. You know, they have this this privileged nature to them, and they have uh, outfits. They have uniforms, and and some of them even have a faux like motorcycle club jackets. Of Tinkerbell? Uh, well, sure. Or whatever. Or whatever. Yeah, you yeah, know, mm-hmm. the country bear jamboree or whatever. Oh, yeah. It's not there anymore, damn it. Oh, I they're gone. For them. They're gone. The bastards. Uh, I think but, he probably know. died. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> they're always the same ones. But um, uh, yeah, they, they roll around and, and nobody really paid any attention and, the, and everybody was like, oh, okay, whatever. That's cute and whatever. Well, now they're having troubles with each other. They're actually starting their. Well, th- like, like turf wars? Yes. Yes. I thought it was hysterical. We ne- and, and I just thought to myself, well, it's never going to happen in Vegas. There's yeah. no there's no turf wars here, you know, with super because we don't have super fans. Yeah. You know, because it's an adult situation. And that's what it, what, what Vegas is. It's it's an adult um, it's a it's a it's a bastion, I think, of redu- of adult relief. You know, we were leaving one one, you know, we have problems at work or we have problems at here and problems yeah. with this. And it's just, you know, and we, we the only thing that's a problem with Vegas is that it's built on vice. And, and the, the current feeling of today is trying to get rid of vice and it's never going to go away. No, no. You know, I, the other thing I miss was, you know, what even when I came here as late as 2000. Right. Um, you could get a room at the Stardust or the Riviera or, or, or that end of the Strip, yes. the older hotel, yes. $35. Uh-huh. And the reason is, of course, traditionally Las Vegas, the hotel rooms were really plain. Right. It was a place where you could take a shower and wipe the stink off of you. Right. You could crash for a few hours and you know and, and sleep it off, yeah. and then go back at it again. And they encouraged; they didn't want the room to be great because they encourage you because if you're in your room, you're not out. You're not out whoring. You're not out gambling. Right. You're not out having a good time. That's right. 
you know, okay. unless you're doing that in the room, but but that's besides <laughs> the point. But but you know, that was the idea: get you out of the room. Yeah. And yeah. some of, some of the problems I think we had with the guests um, when we were there was they, you know, they didn't understand that right. that that was that this is different like that because they yeah. would want to know well what channel is HBO because they want to watch The Sopranos, yeah. which was big. I said we don't have HBO in the room. Oh, well, what? This is a five star hotel. I'm going to go mm. to the Bellagio. Go. Yeah. They don't have HBO either. If yeah. you want HBO, you got to go to Motel Six yeah. off the Strip. We don't have HBO. Uh, our our beds don't vibrate. No, you know we we don't have a little massaging box in no. the corner that takes quarters. Yes, so we'll yeah, get out you of know. your room. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, and we don't take pets. That was a big deal. Yes, yeah, we we had affluent individuals that found themselves to be quite you know important. Well, they brought everything. They brought, they brought chihuahuas everything. and ferrets. And, yeah. yeah, oh ferrets. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Julio, right? Julio was John my had ferret. A, had a ferret. Julio. Yes, uh, I brought him from Japan. Uh, oh, that's right. Yes. Oh Julio my God. Julio was in Japan. How old did he live? He was seven or eight, I think. Is that a that long time yeah, for a parent? Yeah, pretty yeah. long. Okay. Well, John, I'm going to wrap it up, but I, I, I'm going to tell you about a situation. I can't really tell you the specifics, but I wanted to get your, see if you remembered any stories regarding this. Um, uh, again, uh, Chris and his uh, buddies from the Oceans uh, 14 came out, and uh, and they usually have a wonderful time. Well, there was there was an issue, and I'm not going to talk about specifics out of respect to them, uh, but uh, the Chris actually called me and, and, and or texted me and asked my advice about something, and it was a Regarding a security situation. Right. Yeah. And uh, ultimately, it had to do with being in a place you weren't supposed to be and having something in your possession you didn't, weren't supposed to have. Um, uh, but uh, uh, it, it boiled down to security in Las Vegas and and um, how how they felt they they had um, they were liberties taken by security and they were is this hotel security uh-huh, hotel okay. security right. and they were unnecessarily aggressive and uh, the the situation you know boiled up and they felt that they were were treated absolutely poorly and uh, did they have any recourse. Well, I remember many, many situations uh, where I was approached uh, by by consumers, by guests <clears throat> that um, had problems with security, and did they have any recourse? And um, you know, unfortunately, my my answer, uh, which was a long-winded an- answer, so I won't I won't bore you with that. But um, uh, the, my answer was unfortunately not a lot of recourse. You know, uh, you're talking about about virtual cities. And and they are almost sovereign, you know, in the way they treat their security. And, uh, you know, they always see in the Ocean's Eleven where they have detention rooms. Well, they do. You know, do, do they beat you up? No. But you're, you, they have detention rooms with, where they will call our Metro police officers and that they'll have. And they'll beat you up. Oh, and they'll beat you up. They <laughs> will treat you unfairly. And they, they often, you know, uh, will... Now, they talked about being 86. Now, 86 is a very specific thing. Yeah. 86, if you don't know, means you got kicked out. Yeah. Um, uh, recently, uh, O.J. Simpson was... He was he 86. Was, he, was, yeah. he actually wasn't. He was, oh. he was asked to leave. Yeah, okay. uh, And now he's suing everybody because of, of his embarrassment. Yeah, it was a Cosmo, wasn't it? Yeah, huh? yeah, because of his embarrassment. I'm like, well, your embarrassment should be your felonies, but okay. Yes, yes. Um, but 86 uh, requires a whole... Whole lot of paperwork, 
Mm. Lots of paperwork because you are being removed from the hotel, placed on a list, so on and so forth. They have to call Metro and make sure that nothing goes wrong. This is what happened to Chris and he was 86? No, he wasn't. No, no, okay. no, no the, 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 he and his friends. Uh, no, in they fact, just, Chris yeah. was not involved. I okay. had to say, Chris was not involved. He was a go-between and he, he very kindly asked me if I had any input and I, and I gave what I had. Uh, but uh, if people want to know about this, you got to be careful. I mean, because you're, 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 you're not, you have no cards to play, pardon the pun. You know, you're, if you have a security situation that is not a, a theft or if you're involved in something that is is a problem within the hotel, uh, uh, it, it, it is a problem because security is always going to take the houses. They're going to back the house. Yeah. And so is Metro. Metro doesn't want to come. Metro, Metro has relationships with with our security people and rightly so. Uh, they, 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 they count on the fact that their security is going to take care of things and only until it becomes a metro-defined situation will they come and deal with it. Um, you know, domestic terrorism, of course, is a, is, is a, is a non-starter. I mean, that, that means everybody comes. Uh, but um, do you remember? De- I, de- I dealt with a lot of this. I yeah, mean, they yeah, always and, came and to and me I, and said, is there anything we could do? Yeah, no, and there's and not. I, yeah. Sorry, because we had to deal with them, too. Yeah. I said, you, you know, they're not just... They're assholes, and they're not yeah. just being nasty to you. They're, they're nasty to me, too. Uh, there were two types. You know, we had the flatfoots. Yeah. You know, the guys who wore the uniform. Oh, they were okay. Yeah. You know, it's a low-level. It's a. It's kind of a flunky job, um, you know. And then they had the other ones who thought they were hot shit. Right. These were the ones that, you know, they kind of wore a uniform of sorts, but they had the little squiggly thing that went in mm-hmm. the rear. Mm-hmm. Um, they never liked me. They never liked you. They didn't like any of the guys that worked the concierge because we always got to work with good-looking women. And we had access to them to talk to them and have, you know, and joke and kid. And they would just, and they got pissed off about that. I could tell. You you know that. And and anytime they could come and and bust our balls, they did that. I mean, I had a guest once, he called, and he said, oh, shit, I just left. He was at the airport. I I just realized, I think I left my car keys in the hotel room. But I'm I'm not sure. I I can't remember. You know, hey, it's been, I've been on a binge for three days. (laughs) I don't know if I left them at home or if right. I left them in the room. So I went and I and I checked the status. The room hadn't been cleaned yet. Sure. So I went up there, and I looked, and he said, and I and I scoured the room, and I didn't I didn't find any, any keys. So I came back and I called the guy. Well, right. security found out about it because I went in the room, and the guy came in there and he chewed me out, saying that you know you need to go to security for this if, if you know. Yeah, yeah. I thought okay, well y- you made your point. Thank you for letting me know that that I didn't follow protocol. I didn't know what the so often we had to make it up, right? right. We didn't know we didn't have a procedure for everything. You know, this happens, we do this. Oh, if true. this happens, we do that. Yeah. This was something that was unusual. So I thought this guy was was you know he was a guest. He stayed there. He was obviously he was very uh, anxious and concerned about his car keys or his mm-hmm. house keys, um, and he wanted to know if they were there right. because he can't come back and check. He's yeah. already checked out and. Yeah. And I told him that they weren't. So he was relieved and he thanked me for that. Yeah. So security guy, he could have explained it in a nice way, but he didn't. He explained it in a, in a, in a shitty way, yeah. uh, which is their nature. You know, I think it, there's a certain personality type that that applies to. It so. is their nature. I, I the In their defense, oftentimes, same for uh, any of our police officers or any of our military, uh, they, they deal with, they deal with uh, the worst parts of the worst people. And I got to give them that credit. 
I would never want to be a police officer uh, because of uh, you know my distaste for most of the public, but but um, I agree. Uh, you know they they and uh, you know the many times that I dealt with the security situations and and I was most like 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 you and I w- w- would agree we're outside the bubble. I mean we're, we kind of point to where you go, um, but uh, they they're yeah they're they're short you know they they, i I don't think they're they're trained in in diplomacy for sure yeah you know and their knee-jerk response is all right everybody out you know and and maybe that's the best response i don't know uh but that uh, definitely the response that was uh the the most common for me i mean they 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 would have complainants you know one guy saying this one guy saying this and they're screaming and yelling and everybody's been drinking and it's just like oh everybody out yeah, you know, yeah. and you know what? Maybe that's the decision I would make if I was confronted with that. Um, John and I had many negative situations at at, at the concierge desk at the mm-hmm. old Venetian. Um, uh, you know, oftentimes we would trade back and forth. I I would have it up to here with somebody, and John would very kindly take over because, you know, he had not been you know attacked <laughs> or insulted or and the other way around. And the other yeah, way yeah, around, yeah. yeah. I I was very I I was adept at diplomacy and and uh, very good at at, at having people. People walk away. They were thrilled, and and I and I hadn't done anything. I was just nice, and 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 I'll circle it all the way back to Go Dog. You know, do something nice. You know, and John and I tried to be nice. We tried. Uh, I, I saw. I can't tell you the number of times, John. I saw you running down. You know that long marble hallway, um, trying to be nice, trying to be a conscientious worker, and and. And many times it, it, it didn't garner anything for you, tip or compliment or anything. Yeah. Uh, and, and sometimes it did. Uh, but uh, um, uh, like I said in, in past episodes, I, I look at the, uh, the, the pre-training for the Venetian with all of our friends there. And, um, and the first year, I look at that as, as the most fun I've ever had in a job. Uh, and I, I, I thank you know the stars for the friends that I made, including yourself. Uh, and I think we had a wonderful time, and and I think it's it's because of what we did and what we were and what we experienced that we're able to share these stories on the podcast. Yeah. Uh, but um, uh, John, I wanted to thank you for hopping into the co-hosting uh, uh, arena with me. Uh, you've been fantastic, and uh, and I, I hope you've had a wonderful time. I have excellent, uh, and everybody listening, and uh, 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 you know all the all the uh, wonderful comments that we've had over the last year. All of the wonderful uh, listeners that we have, uh, over 25,000 downloads, uh, we made it, uh, and uh, I want to thank, thank, thank everybody for doing this. Uh, we are going to continue one more year for sure, and we've had a fantastic year, and uh, again, check in with us, uh, uh, get those reviews for the for those giveaways for the, the Pod Bay Door gear, and again, that uh, email is thepodbaydoorlv at gmail.com. Uh, send me those screenshots of those reviews, and uh, please check in with our blog at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com. John and I always uh, you know, write a little something in there and we have some uh, really great entries and content that, for you guys to click on. Uh, and if you have any questions, as always, just let us know through whatever format you want. But, but uh, for John, this is Jamie. Thank you for a great year and we will see you next week. Thanks to everyone listening and watching. You can catch The Podbay Door on the Podbean app or any of your favorite podcast apps, including iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio. You can watch the show on our YouTube channel at the Pod Bay Door Podcast. Please download, like, and subscribe. Our social connectivity screen is coming up. 
Check in with us on Facebook, Twitter, and WordPress. The pod bay door is closed and talent is out. Hey everybody, thank you very much for tuning into the show. We would love to hear your show suggestions and comments. If you're watching on our YouTube channel, please click to subscribe. You can also connect with us on Facebook using at PBD Podcast, on Twitter using at TPBD Podcast, and on WordPress at thepodbaydoor.wordpress.com.